Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone, and hello, Larry. Are you still on the line? (laughs) I'm here, Stuart. Well, here we go. Uh, We had um, uh, an inquiry about uh, Cephalonians and uh, whether the church sees Antichrist or does not see Antichrist. And there's, of course, been debate about that for I don't know how long. I side with uh, uh, Kenneth Wurst, who is a Greek expert and actually has... uh, done a tremendous amount of research into it and uh, he refers back to one Thessalonians and uh, kind of his his kind of like saying look I told you all this before that the church is holding uh, back Antichrist and when the church is removed then Antichrist will come on the scene uh, and that's how he renders it as uh, as the ancient Greek words. I know there's a lot of people say that's just simply not true. We have to go all the way into uh, the, when the temple is desecrated, and that is the revelation of Antichrist. The problem with that one is that desecration of the temple is for Israel. That's when Israel finds out who Antichrist is. And, and, and actually, from that point, any biblical person would, at that point, also understand. But it, it appears to me that uh, Israel, you have to understand something about Israel. Israel is not Messiah-led. Israel is under a deception right now. And you can tell that by what they talk about in Israeli news about the coming great glory of Israel. Well, before Israel comes into great glory, they have to go under what is known as Jacob's trouble, Daniel's 70th week or the tribulation period. Anyway, let me read what uh, Kenneth Worth says concerning that point. Do not begin to allow anyone to lead you astray. Now, this is uh, right out of the Bible. He's just using uh, common Greek as they would understand it back in those days. So he's saying, do not begin to allow anyone to lead you astray in any way, because that day shall not come, except the aforementioned departure of the church to heaven uh, comes first. And the man of lawlessness is disclosed in his true identity, the son of perdition, who sets himself in opposition and exalts himself above everyone and everything that is called God or this object of worship, so that he seats himself in the inner sanctuary of God, proclaiming himself to be deity. Now, that refers to a, actually it's double-fold, I believe. But anyway, the main uh, thing would be the temple. That's why they're building a temple. That's why the Sanhedrin has come into uh, view. And uh, all this wording, you know, Trump, for example, um, brought a a lot of the things in prophecy into perspective and into view by the, you know, the capital being Jerusalem, and then he brought the embassy over, et cetera, et cetera. So that part has been done. And Israel is awaiting the building of the third temple. And it's going to be a literal temple. All you got to do is go into Ezekiel and whatnot, and you can see it. And that is a temple that Antichrist will go into, into the Holy of Holies of that temple, showing himself that he is God. But that is about Israel. 
The temple is about Israel. The church, you're the temple of God. Your body is called the temple, temple of God. And, of course, this is what uh, the Charlie Victor Alpha 9 jab is all about, is to desecrate and create an abomination into your personal temple. Um, maybe we can touch on that a little bit. I don't know if we're going to have time. But anyway, uh, Larry, what do you think about that? I thought that was an interesting question. It's a good question. But that's how the early church actually uh, taught that, that uh, the church would be gone, because it has nothing to do with Israel in that sense of the word. The church, as I've said before, is very, very unique. There's nothing like it in the history of the world. And uh, because they are so unique and separated out, uh, they really don't have a lot to do with Daniel's 70th week, where Daniel himself said, it's for thy people and thy holy city, Jerusalem. And that's where it all is. So now, do we go into part of that? I can't answer that. Uh, my guess is, right at, you know, the Lord has a way of doing things at the very last second. <laughs> so, I don't know. What do you think, Larry? <clears throat> Yeah, I think that's a good explanation, and, and uh, yeah, sounds good. Well, anyway, um, before we get started here, i got a few things I want to talk about, and I know Larry's got some really interesting stuff he wants to bring to the fore. We got a, I got an email from a Christian lady who's a good friend of ours, and uh, this is kind of interesting because she's talking about the uh, state – and federal parks and how they are UN biosphere parks and basically are they hiding UN troops well the answer is yes we've had a, a number of people mention and I've read articles about hunters for example going into some of these areas where you used to be able to go hunt if you wanted to and they're met by um, foreign troops and they're told to skedaddle, and uh, they are turned away. And when I was in Canada many, many years ago, they said Queensland was uh, had some hidden uh, Chinese and Russian troops there. Now, I don't know if that's true. How do you vet it? I didn't go in there and take a look. But that was from the local people up there who do go into these Queensland if you're not familiar with Queensland land, it's basically all forest. And they have these roads that go in there for miles upon miles upon miles, and they go up in there. And evidently there are some um, fortifications up in there. And we have heard rumors uh, about these uh, uh, amassing U.N. Chinese troops along our borders. And we have truckers who have said that they've spotted these uh, bases down in Mexico, not that far from the border. You've got to understand something about our government. It's complicit in all this. It's arranged by them because they've been taken over. What you're watching is the rise of the United Nations, the fourth beast of Daniel. And the question is for the Christian are we going to be here to see some of that, or do we leave? I want to get into a little bit of of uh, why we probably will not see too much of that. But anyway, uh, you may remember John F. Kennedy went to Geneva with maps on how to police the American people with foreign troops. And the reason they wanted to use foreign troops was because foreign troops have no mind whatever and probably love to kill Americans. And then we have all these reports of uh, U.N. vehicles all over the United States just waiting for the call. And we've had reports now that they're being seen in some of these cities. So I don't know. Larry, have you heard any more about that? No, you just get reports a little here and a little there, but... I would guess to say that uh, probably um, mainstream media and social media is airbrushing all of that, so you're probably not going to hear much about it until you see it drive down your street. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, I want to get into that Ken Peters, partly into Ken Peters' prophecy, because I believe it's absolutely true. Anyway, let me read this one to you, Revelation 6, 8. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and its rider's name was Death, and Hades followed him. And they were given authority over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with famine, and pestilence, and by wild beasts of the earth. Doesn't sound too good. Revelation 14:14, 14, 14, which is, by the way, a 4:11. I keep seeing that number over and over and over again. Uh, which also has a hidden 7777, and uh, 14 plus 14, of course, equals 28. Interesting number, and 20 as well, which means redemption. So these are all little clues I'm finding. Anyway. I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was one like the Son of Man, with a golden crown on his head, and a sharp sickle in his hand. And another angel came out of the temple, calling with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, Put in your sickle, and reap, for the hour to reap has come, for the harvest of the earth is fully ripe. And so he who sat on the cloud swung his sickle across the earth, and the earth was reaped. Now that, if you look up some of these words, is a rapture. And it's done almost instantaneously. He took his sickle across the whole earth, and the earth was reaped. And uh, so anyway, uh, if you look up those words, for example, sickle is interesting, to pluck. A gathering, a hook, especially for the harvesting. That interesting in view of, well, Jesus refers to the taking of the bride as the first harvest. Now, that's the first harvest. Here's the second one. Then another angel came out in the temple of, in heaven, and he too had a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar the angel who has authority over the fire. And he called with a loud voice to the one who had the sharp sickle, put in your sickle and gather the clusters from the vine of the earth, for its grapes are ripe. That's the second harvest. There's two harvests, as we've tried to point out many times before. Okay, now, Matthew 24, 26 through 28. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. And uh, then it, uh, it's a plasma event. Really, it's a huge frequency shift. Lightning, of course, is a split-second discharge, and no one knows when it's going to happen, but it happens in the twinkling of an eye uh, when it does. Okay, 1 Corinthians. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So anyway, uh, many people think, of course, that it's referring to the Feast of Trumpets, because at the last trumpet is a very long, loud blast, and that closes down Rosh Hashanah which this year is on 9-8-2021, and uh, 7 and 8, actually. That has to be kept open. In fact, it probably goes all the way to 9 because they claim it's a two-day affair. Anyway, uh, so I wouldn't be disappointed if nothing occurred right now, but the evidence points that we're right on the verge of major destruction, sudden destruction. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see the church just go. Uh, you know, you just can't know until it actually happens. Remember, 
what Jesus referred to as the days of Noah and the days of Lot, both of which were sudden destructions that came out of the blue, with only Noah and Lot knowing just before the destruction came upon the world. <coughs> Excuse me. These are types. These are examples of the rapture and sudden destruction and how close together they really are. So anyway, very, very interesting. And uh, we've had some warnings if you're watching. Remember what Jesus said, if you're watching, you will know. And if you're not watching, it's going to take you as a total surprise. And remember in Luke, Jesus said, this thing comes as a snare. No warning at all, except for those watching. And uh, we're very, very close. I can't imagine that we aren't right on the verge of major changes. And uh, also tonight, we have what is known as a thunder moon, also called a buck moon. But the thunder moon is very, very interesting. Cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth, and when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. Seven thunders, does that refer to the seven continents? Does it refer to a global rapture event with a loud roar? And thunder and lightning all go together. And uh, this is where he was told, John was told, do not release what you have heard. In other words, don't write them down. And uh, it's a mystery. It's a total mystery. Well, the church is a mystery. Salvation is a mystery. The rapture is a mystery. All of these are called mysteries. So anyway, uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. What do you think, Larry? Yeah, it kind of also reminds me of uh, the book of Daniel, where he was told to shut the book, stop writing. Yes. Don't record, I guess, the rest that he knew about. And uh, there's mysteries all over the place out there. We haven't heard all of it, have we? No, no. Uh, We're just learning as we go, I guess. Uh, Anyway, Ken Peters, this is kind of interesting. Now, he was shown this vision. It was an all-night dream vision that he had. And this is what he said, a loud sound like an old car horn, extremely loud, very loud, and long. And then he was taken above the earth and saw graves exploding violently all over the earth. Obviously, that was the last trump of Thessalonians. The dead were risen out of their graves, not all graves, he said, but only those that were in Christ, wearing white, very shiny, hard to look at, almost too bright to look at, robes. And he he saw them, and then they just disappeared, he said. They just vanished. He said, I don't know where they went. They just vanished. Next, he said, the entire world went into total chaos, mass hysteria, lawlessness, total despair, total panic, like they had lost their mother, and a type of sadness that enveloped the whole world. He said all the power went off for two weeks all over the earth. An EMP event. He even referred to it as an EMP event. A plasma event. A global lightning plasma event. So where did these people go? The people were asking who were left behind. He said, where did they go? Where did they go? What's going on? What's going on? What happened? What happened? Despair, he said. Hysteria and hopelessness creeped all the people of the world. TV, computers, all your electronics stopped, he said. And again, he mentioned EMP event. Uh, power was off for two weeks. He said, then he said, he, when they began to come back on, he saw Humvees. United Nations police blue helmets, blue caps, had what appeared to be machine guns mounted on the back of their Humvees. And they were everywhere, he said, everywhere. And when the TV broadcast came back on, a new government 
and a new leader. And he said the leader was just absolutely convincing. Uh, he had what he claimed was demonic powers to rally the entire world. Large TVs were everywhere, which means to me they knew all of this was coming. They had it already, ready to go. And he said the leader, Antichrist, obviously, said that God's judgment was upon those who had vanished. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> so anyway, that's kind of scary. What do you what do you think of that one? Like, I believe it. I, I believe it's very biblical. Well, I was I was thinking as you was talking about an EMP event. You know, it, we've got a number of event possibilities. You know, the North Koreans we found out uh, yep. recently actually have super EMP weapons, and Russia verified it, and Russia's got them too, and probably China. And uh, when you look up at the sun, though, right now, there's probably more sunspots than we've seen in years that are covering basically the whole face of the sun. Uh, I'll tell you what, you know, when we've got these waves that are moving through the uh, cosmos and, and coming this way, I mean, it's not like we have to search real hard for <laughs> something to cause that event. Yes. Yeah, it can happen, and I remember that Bulgarian prophet of of a cosmic wave of fire, and when it came through and swept through the whole earth, he said people vanished, and the people that vanished, it's kind of like what the Antichrist just said, they were punished, and they were not fit to remain on earth. And this is interesting because uh, you, you've seen all of these variants of Charlie Victor Alpha 9, and they're all called little different names. Now, here's something that's really interesting. Uh, <clears throat> a major push date is uh, 322 of the Illuminati, which could be uh, July 23rd, 2021. There's a 322 in there. But anyway, the push date of Illuminati for the end game: Delta, Lambda, Gamma, and uh, the CV variants. Now, these are very interesting because they are all brainwaves, frequencies, alpha, delta, lambda, gamma, and there's a few others. Now, I looked up, I'd never heard of lambda before. Brainwaves, uh, of course, they can kill you with 5G, 6G. Now, here's the problem, Larry. They claim you got to have an antenna about 800 feet apart or so for 5G. But if that's true, how can then you have satellites 60 to 100 miles up be used for 5G if they only have an 800-foot range? So my guess is there's something else involved in what they're putting up there, which we're probably going to find out real quick if the church does not leave, which it might not. We may leave uh, on the Feast of Trumpets. I know a lot of people claim Feast of Trumpets is probably the most uh, thought of as a time of the rapture, simply because Jesus said, you don't know when I'm coming, and nobody knows the day or the hour. Well, that is the one feast of the Lord where nobody knows the day or the hour, because it's based on the sighting of the new moon. And you never know when that's going to actually show up or whether they're going to be able to see it. Uh, but I find that interesting, Larry. Alpha, Delta, Lambda. So I looked up Lambda. And it really looks like ascension. It says spiritual evolution. This is the Lambda frequency. And groundbreaking leap forward and brainwave entrainment, where nothingness and everythingness converge into a seamless whole. And they go down below, unlocking transcendent states of consciousness, accelerating spiritual evolution, raising your kundala, uh, kundalani or whatever they say, and open balancing the katras. 
And then uh, when you go into it a little further, they are very high frequency waves, much higher than gamma frequency range, and even higher than the hyper gamma range, which is around 100 hertz mark. Uh, Lambda waves are closely related to epsilon waves. Now, where have we seen epsilon? Remember the movie Epsilon? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, there's a movie out of called something I think it's called Epsilon. Or there, it, it's in the movie itself. But anyway, uh, I think that's very, very interesting because if they can do this, then they can control all the thoughts that people have. You kill off the vast majority, and then the ones that survive, you put them into the queen beehive. And then they can control the frequency of the brain. And that might even bring on euphoria. So how could you fight it? In fact, you couldn't. <laughs> anyway, what do you got? I know you wanted to talk about um, Barry Rothman. Well, I've got a couple got, of them. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I was going to make a comment to what you were talking about, those frequencies. It's, yes. it's, I find it interesting that Tom Horn, when he and Steve Quayle went to uh, – the uh, Southwest, the, you know, out in America's Southwest, and got with some of the, uh, uh, I guess you could call them shamans or whatever, yes. the Native yes. American uh, religious leaders, they told him that they're able to open portals, ancient portals, with a frequency. And they have a frequency that, that they use to open those portals. And uh, I find that interesting because the frequency really, you know, like you, you, you've said over and over and over, that our whole existence <laughs> is a frequency. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, and kind of ties in, actually, with what you said Barry Rothman's been working on of this time reversal. What, what's, he, what's he got? Well, let me give you real quick, because you had mentioned the... Uh, I'll, I'll say it right this time, Charlie Victor. Uh, <laughs> any, <laughs> anyway, uh, Barry Rothman on July the 22nd uh, ran a new code. He, he's got two matrices. It's kind of interesting because it appears that uh, the Torah codes have Fosse's number, if you will. Anyway, uh, he titled it, Centered Around Paul Files Charge Against Lying Killer Fosse. And uh, it was under construction, but there's two matrices now, and I'll read the first one first, and it's got eight wordings, in, and you'll find them all interesting in this new uh, code. Number one, lying to Paul. Number two, yeah. fight. Number three, delta variant. Number four, fight or barack. Number five, Tony Fossey. Number six, crime. Number seven, accusing. Number eight, plague. So basically what that is saying is verifying that uh, Falsey is lying to Rand Paul and Congress, and he's lying about the Delta variant, uh, the Charlie Victor, and, and the plague. You know, it's a crime. He, he's, he's a criminal. What do you yeah. think? I think that's absolutely true. I mean, they've got the goods on him, and but nobody is going to put him away. They should, but we're in a we're in a time of absolute total lawlessness, where the evil people are prevailing and prevailing mightily. And when the foundations fall, what do the righteous do? Well, they can't do anything. And uh, this is where we're at. And all, that's why I think all the signs uh, really point to the this is about the end of things. Uh, we, don't forget, we had that uh, ring of fire eclipse, which is a birthing ring and a wedding ring. And exactly 44 days later, we come to tonight and tomorrow and the full moon, the thunder moon, which is very, very interesting to me in view of the seven thunders and everything that's going on around us. And, yeah, I would say that uh, Barry's hit it right, right where it is. The guy's an absolute liar. He doesn't really care about anybody but himself. He's a serial killer. He's murdered I don't know how many millions. And they don't, this is all part of that Georgia Guidestone's culling operation, of course. That's what this first yeah. wave is about. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. 
And and then then he ran another matrix, and here's what he got off of it. Number one, Tony Fossey. Number two, murderer. Number three, Wuhan. Number four, all the plague. Number five, fraud. Number six, UFO. Number seven, Barack. Number eight, mask. Number nine, no. And I kind of looked at that, and, and then uh, the Torah code apparently is calling Tony Fossey a murderer involved with Wuhan and all the pl- everything about the plague. And he's a fraud, and he's tied in with Barack Hussein Obama, I think, as that says. Yep. And uh, this also, uh, that the mask basically does nothing because the word after mask is no. And ironically, isn't it interesting that the word UFOs in there because Barry Rothman all along has said that this, uh, this new Charlie Victor, it, it, has a, it dovetails into an alien uh, portion. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely engineered. What I think they did, and I'm finding more and more proof of it, is they took an influencer A or B and modified it and made it into a very deadly strain. And it was targeted more to the elderly. Well, now they're coming out with a whole new wave. Oh, we've got. And by the way, you were mentioning that, uh, well, before we get on to that, uh, Barack seems to be in the middle of all this. And that would kind of verify visions that a lot of Christians have had about uh, our good buddy Barack and uh, what he's up to. And it seems to me he said himself, well, I'd rather do my third term in pajamas down in my basement. Well, they call him every single day. He's running it. They've already admitted he's running it. If you just read the news uh, out of the White House, they've admitted it, basically, that he's running the show. So he's got his third term. (laughs) So anyway, uh, yeah, and then you have the alien... uh, in into this uh, jab and everything that they're working on. I think the whole thing is actually Fallen Angel Run. And the whole thing is to call and then to um, bring into uh, total slavery the ones who survive it. And I believe what they're going to come out and do is say, we now have found the absolute... Uh, concoction here that will stop all Charlie Victor problems and influenza problems and all this flu stuff. You take this and you're home free. And, of course, we know that's not true because we know they lie through their teeth anyway. And it's a carrot stick operation. That's all it is. Oh, yeah, you know, if you do this, You'll be able to uh, gather together. Uh, now they're coming out and saying, well, you've got to have a mask now. Uh, it's better, even if you're inside, probably better wear a mask. And we know that masks are worthless. None. In fact, they're worse than worthless. They're harmful. They did some um, well, tests on that, and I don't have time to get into it, but it's bad stuff. Let's put it that way. Uh, what else you got? I like that one, though, where he ran the uh, uh, reversal of time. What was that yeah, about? Yeah, I'll, I'll mention that. We, we can't really get into it a whole lot, but we'll talk a little bit about it here. Uh, he's got a, uh, let's see, Let me. I'm looking at it now. i got my notes here. Uh, he, he runs some time back. A code that you're probably familiar with. It, it dealt with number. This is the wordings. It had three in it, uh, and Rothman was working on something called reversing the arrow of time and resurrection. Yes. And he says, uh, with time travel, the past is revisited in the original order, not in reverse order. In other words, when you go back and look in time, you're seeing the original. You're not seeing reversing to go back to it. You literally are just seeing the original. And uh, yes. anyway, number number one, sundial, and he mentioned the steps of Ahaz, and then number mm-hmm. two, quantum, and then number three, time. And then uh, he, he did another code. He called it resurrection, reversing time, and the DOD monitoring here. Of course, 
we know that he gets monitored a lot. They're very interested in what he digs up in these Tor codes. But uh, he says, uh, uh, Rothman makes this comment after he ran this next one I'm about to give you. He said, is the secret of resurrection based on the reversal of time? Yep. And it says, and here's the wording. The wording will interest you. Number one, return the shadow. Number two, yep. Hezekiah. Number three, Isaiah. Number four, the number of years. Number five, like the days backward. Number six, resurrection. Number seven, quantum. But if I if I read that just like it says, uh, basically this phrase says the number of years, like the days backward, resurrection. Yeah, I've always thought, and I made some diagrams about it a long time ago, but basically if you envision a wagon wheel, okay, and a hub in the center, God resides in the center, which is eternity. The hub then can look out at the rim of the wagon wheel and see all of time from beginning to end, right? Okay, <clears throat> When the resurrection of the dead takes place, in an instant of time, he can go through and sweep everything from beginning to end in a split second. He made some very interesting comments about those who were uh, with him on that day would see him return. So how is that true unless he sweeps through time? In a, in a way we don't know, because we don't know anything about time, do we? Not really. We don't really even know what it is. So that's fascinating that he's running into this and uh, tying it directly to resurrection, because I, I think yeah, that's exactly right. Go ahead. And then he, then he ran an updated quick code. He was looking for some words, and he, he says basically, he says, a time reversal matrix. In other words, here's what this matrix deals with. He says resurrection and time reversal. And it's number one, time reversal. Number two, in the end of days. Number three, resurrection. Number four, universe. Yes. Well, of course, the universe is under a curse. And time and space, the time-space continuum, is that curse along with the second Law of thermodynamics, everything runs down, everything stops. So all he has to do is sweep through time in a split second. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, had a, I had another thought, and, of course, you know I think pretty bizarre most of the time. Uh, <laughs> if, if I'm awake, I'm bizarre. That's what my wife says. But anyway, you know, I was thinking, if he suddenly swept through time and removed everybody at the age he wants to remove them, basically, uh, you know, he can, yep. if he can sweep, the, the time belongs to him. If he could make a quick sweep through time and remove everybody he wanted to remove, that would mean that in the past, those people that remo removed didn't die, which means anywhere in, I guess, our time or the future, they wouldn't be buried anywhere because it, they didn't die. Yeah, it depends on how you want to look at how he does it. We don't know. Uh, we only know it does happen because he said so. I know there are a lot of people who say, well, just because the Bible says there was a flood doesn't mean there was a flood. Well, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, people are in a state of unbelief. I've written several blogs on it. Folks, we're in total unbelief. We just cannot believe we're really at the door now. And uh, we are. All the signs are just, they're piling up everywhere. And uh, all different kinds of signs uh, from everywhere that are showing us we're here. We're, we're at the very door. And uh, just kind of interesting. Anyway, to get on well, to I, more I, news. I do, yeah, go ahead, Larry. I do, I, I do know that I do share some really, really weird stuff. And like I said at the ending of the other <laughs> show, in my opinion, uh, if you go back in time, those people that are, have been dead and buried for years, if you're where they were, they're alive, they're not dead, and it's a whole different ball game. And, and like you say, we don't know how this mechanism called time is 
totally constructed and operated. I mean, it, it may be to such a degree that we can't even imagine. It's, it's almost magical, if you will. Uh, you know, but we know that the Lord basically is the, the sole, if you will, proprietor of that mechanism, and it's his, and he operates as he chooses. And and yeah. oddly enough, you know, I know even my wife had been in prayer a few times and told me that I'm treading on dangerous ground because sometimes I go into prayer and I ask the Lord, I inquire about things that's really none of my business, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yep. Yep, I know exactly what you mean. That's kind of like what he said to Peter. What's it to you, Peter? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> anyway, um, folks, let's look at a few of the signs on Earth. Here's another one. Freak frost hits Brazil's Parana breadbasket province, destroying critical corn, wheat, and sugarcane crops for 2022. Temps dramatically dropped within minutes, impacting coffee and orange trees. Experts say cold snap is going to return again at the end of July. Brazil is the world's biggest soybean producer, already facing the worst water crisis in 91 years. Uh, Brazil's critical uh, truckers threatened to paralyze the economy with a nationwide strike and blockades as diesel prices skyrocket. Well, that's happening here, and pretty soon we probably will have some strikes. Uh, that's why Larry and I have told people to prepare. you got to get ready for this because we don't know exactly what's going to happen. We don't know who's going to get left behind or, or anything else. Fires are so big now in the West, their smoke now covers much of the United States. Uh, I know that's true because right here in Wisconsin, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, it was so smoky you couldn't even see the the road down the hill. It wasn't even it was blocked. It's a little better now. Okay, Larry, this one. Insider. US military officers warning each other get your house in order and your supplies now. Uh, video below, this is from Hal Turner, from a retired U.S. military member with long time, a long time and current contacts on several military bases, being told that the officers are warning each other, prepare now with emergency supplies, being told do not wait, also being told it's going down. Folks, we're right here. It's right on time to be of. And into August, and uh, Feast of Trumpets. Who knows when the church is going to go? There's an awful lot of evidence. It's going to go right away, but we can't prove it until it happens. So, you know, all we can do is do what Jesus Christ commanded us to do. Watch, he said. Watch. What I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. So that's what we're doing. And we're putting out the warnings. Too many signs have have uh, emerged, and uh, they're they're getting faster and faster, just like a woman in travail. Yeah, she's just get, getting ready to give birth. And if you go from, for example, the uh, Ring of Fire, birthing and wedding eclipse on June 10th, and you go exactly 44 days, you come to uh, July 23rd, 24th, to be of. Maybe it goes to the 26th. I don't know. It would be interesting because the Lord does like to pull humor like that because the number 726 means uh, rapture, hapazo, the snatching away of the church. So who knows? Uh, we'll find out quick enough. Anyway, um, what else? You, what do you think about that, Larry? I mean, we've kind of heard those things before, but this one sounds a whole lot different in some ways. Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, I posted this on my blog today. I've been reading this book, uh, Stephen Kuntz, Armageddon File, and it's very, very interesting. It, talk, it deals with the 2016 election and the 2020 election, and it's got a 
a rich man on the planet that is behind most everything that is operating that's evil. And with that being said, I'll dovetail over here to the Geller Report that came out yesterday, and I put it on my blog today. And here it is mm-hmm. from GellerReport.com, Pamela Geller. George Soros is considered a deity to the left crowd, the gravest threat to the very foundation of a constitutional republic. Soros' treachery looms darkly over the years of the great American landscape. His dark hand involved in all things big and small. And, of course, believe it or not, uh, Pamela Geller published those words in 2006, and uh, when she posted, when she actually began to write a book called Sorrow Stealing of America. Now, what's interesting is, is the fact that, you know, we're seeing all of this. And I was on a show today with Augusto Perez and, and uh, Chuck Wilson, and we were doing the uh, End Time News Report today. And, and uh, you know, uh, Augusto began to talk about where he came from, you know, in Cuba and the communist revolution there that they went through and suffered until he could escape, you know, to Florida. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and what the, well, he went to another country first, and then he wound up, I guess, in Florida. But uh, I asked him, I said, it appears that, the, that evil has taken over this land, that evil is ruling, that there is no justice of any kind, and the only prisoners in prisons now since 2016 are political prisoners and if you're for trump or you supported trump you're going to prison it appears is what that's what they're doing and there's nothing to stop them it doesn't appear and i I told augusto i said it appears in my eyes because this non-stoppable beast that's taken over america and the people simply won't they won't even come out on the porch, I don't think, I don't guess. I mean, they just won't rise up. So with that being a fact, I, I told Augusto, I said, uh, where does it appear all of this is coming to? Because in my opinion, if God himself doesn't intervene, if there's not a, a, a heavenly intervention, we're toast. That was my words. And uh, he, he began to, I was surprised because he began to agree with me, and he said that he never imagined ever would have imagined that he would have seen this in America because this this was a, a, a wonderful place and a, a wonderful shore to come to after leaving communism. And he says, here we are again. And he, he made a kind of interesting remark, and I'd like your, your comment on his remark. You know, he said something really interesting. Uh, Augusto said, you know, Larry, he said, sometimes because of the evil that's operating in his church and his people, sometimes he'll let a nation go to its own ruin. In other words, it's like you're praying that he intervene, and is it possible he might just say no? Yeah, I I would agree 100%. He's not going to say He's going to say, no, I'm not going to intervene any longer. Uh, We were given a, a reprieve. And there was no repentance. Uh, we had the sign of Jonah just uh, on the 11th of June. And, uh, you know, we you can argue over when Jonah began to preach, but if you take it just from the 11th, uh, 40 days is about up. Has there been any repentance? No. In fact, that sign of that guy getting swallowed by that whale uh, went all around the world. It was kind of like Susan Boyle came out of nowhere, and, and suddenly everybody in the world knew who she was, singing that uh, swan song on 411. And uh, that was way back, I think, I don't remember what year now, but it's 12 years ago. So uh, it's just kind of interesting. There has been no repentance. So why would he delay any further? And, you know, you hear, oh, Trump's coming back, Trump's coming. Well, he could, absolutely could. But if he did, I'd be very, very scared about what's really going on. Because it seems to me that if you follow the hour of temptation, that's the three and a half years where Antichrist rises up to full power. And uh, 
we think we may know. We talk about Obama. We talk about Trump. We talk about, uh, what's his name, Mitt Romney. Uh, then there's the people who believe it's Prince Harry or whatever. Uh, really, we don't know for sure who it is. But I got a feeling we're going to be finding out pretty close. And I know I, I don't think there is going to be any. Why would he? Why does the American? Why do the American people, who are and particularly the church, judgment begins at the house of the Lord? Why would he, with such apostasy, and rank unbelief, and evil? Uh, you know, I mean, you got guys like Graham telling everybody, "Oh, take the jab, take the jab." My word. Do these people know what they're saying? If they do, they're traitors to Jesus Christ. They're kind of like the clergy response teams. Oh, yeah, well, you know, when we round up all these Christians, you, you church leaders, you better get ready to come into the FEMA death camps and, and you know, try to calm them down. You can't use the word Christ, of course. You can't talk about Jesus. But maybe you could just, you know, try to comfort them as we're killing them all. Uh, these people are traitors to the Lord Jesus Christ. And they're traitors to their own flock. And uh, they deserve what they're going to get. And Peter tells you very bluntly what's going to happen. He says their damnation slumbers not. And uh, so, yeah, it, when you've got such an apostate group of people running our Christian, that claim to be our Christian leaders, which are not leaders at all, oh, they're, they're pipe pipers leading the flock to eternal ruin. That's who they are. Um, what do you do with it? Uh, basically, you can't do anything except well, remove you know, yourself. What's, what's interesting, and one of the reasons I like uh, America's Voice News is because they really tell the truth. And recently, the only pastor I've seen and been impressed with at all is that one in Canada that's literally been hogtied and drugged to jail and now is facing a prison sentence because he would not shut his church down and he would not make his people uh, do the Charlie Victor thing. Yes. Yep, and this is what happens. And, of course, where are the other Christians in Canada? Churches are burning down. They've had over 45 churches burned down. We're, we're, why aren't we hearing an uproar? From the Canadian people, you know, it doesn't take anything. If you had 10,000 Canadians, who, by the way, probably have weapons, uh, and they stood up, all this would stop. I think the Illuminati and the big cheeses, the uh, rich men of the earth, have done their homework, and they know how easy it is to manipulate humanity and i think charlie victor proves that i mean it, it's still being proved right now with all the information of the thousands of doctors and the thousands of scientists that have come out and warned about this they're still rolling up their sleeves and you yeah know, and, and what's what's interesting Stuart, also and, I, and i'd like your you may want to comment on this because you've got as much data i guess as anybody else but uh, Augusto was talking about information he got from Mike Adams and uh, the yep. uh, Natural News, and uh, he says that uh, the, the the information they seem to have now is these nanobots, or I'm just using that term, these magnetic nanobots that are that are injected into people in these so-called vaccines, literally has the ability to construct themselves anywhere in the body they want to and become a chip anywhere in the body. They can literally construct themselves. Yeah, that's true. And he had pictures of how they uh, align themselves. And they're, they're using this concept with these little miniature drones. And now they're coming up with the idea, look, if we can have a million drones attack a target, each one, you know, when it hits... Uh, takes out a person. I mean, what are you going to do? I, I don't know if you remember the movie. I think it was uh, White House Down or one of those in that series. Uh, that was the, actually, that was the 
that was the one after White House down with Jared Butler, uh, where they sent all yes. those drones in to take out those people. Yes, I think that's real. I think they're getting the clue. You know, when they make these movies, uh, they're they're actually telling you what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. Uh, here's another one: Fosse demands censorship to fight pandemic. Uh, so. Anybody who does not agree with the full force of uh, WHO and CDC, I guess, uh, that's uh, news that's not correct, and therefore you can't be talking about it. And here we have this massive assault on free speech. And I don't, few people are protesting, but for the most part, no. And when you get a, a 50, 60% of, the, of uh, people in America on the side of Fosse and the rest of these guys, you don't, you don't stand a prayer. And they're already, you know, the, uh, the jab people versus the non-jab people. And it's really getting nasty. Well, anyway. I know that, yeah, huh, I, I was... I was going to say that I know we're almost out of time, but I wanted to put this in real quick, that uh, during our conversation with Augusto, he seemed to indicate that if there is a pause of any kind for anybody, it could literally be in that uh, Norwegian Sears uh, Civil War II that America had, which seemed, which Jesus apparently told that Norwegian seer, Anton Johansson, that it was successful, and certain states broke away from the Union because they wouldn't live that way and banded together for a time. And if we have any kind of pause at all, you better be in the right state because, listen, this is news today. Uh, the state of Texas is now arresting illegal immigrants around the state and filing trespass charges on them and jailing them. And if you think Washington is not is not going to stand by and watch that, uh, we're seeing really the beginning of the breaking of the shattering of the the if you would the glue that holds the states together. It's beginning to break. Yep, it is. And here's a warning to all you folks out there. You may have been reading in the newspapers or, or the media where they're attempting to get these. Uh, uh, jabs approved, not as an emergency use, but as a totally approved, uh, that will then uh, make, they will then move to make it mandatory. They can't do it right now because it's experimental. But as soon as this is uh, uh, approved, and they're working on it right now with the FDA, and once that approval comes through, then they will make it absolutely mandatory for all Americans. And uh, it's just going to be the way it is. Here's another headline. CNN exact floats idea of punishing the unvaxxed. Uh, the carrot is no longer going to work, he says. So now we're going to have to punish people. So you can see this coming. They mean business. They're not going to back off. They want to kill off as many people as they can kill off. So Anyway, last word there, Larry. What do you got? Well, I would just tell people to uh, really beware of your surroundings. Keep an ear to the ground. And uh, yeah. uh, we need to be prepared for anything at any time. These people, matter of fact, Biden's mental condition or dementia or whatever you want to call it is exceedingly bad now. It's worse and worse. They don't have a lot of time left. So that means yeah. they're going to have to replace him. Will it be Obama? Who knows? I wouldn't doubt it. And, folks, uh, here we are. All the signs are coming together, just as Jesus said they would. When you see all these things, know you that I'm at the door, and that's exactly what's happening. Uh, we're in a lot of trouble, America's, and, uh, you know, because of apostasy, basically. None of this could happen if people knew the Bible, but they don't even want to read it anymore. Uh, they're, not, they're just not interested in these kind of things. So, anyway, thanks a lot, Larry, for coming on. And, uh, folks, heads up, who knows what's going to happen. But, you know, with all this going on, things can happen overnight. 
anyway, take care, and I uh, hope you've prepared. And anyway, um, thanks a lot again, Larry, and thanks for listening, everyone. Take care now.